Well, hello. Welcome to episode 52 of Pegasus Radio. In today's episode, we look at the subject, what are the pros and cons of large and small businesses and which is right for you? Okay, let's dive in. Okay, so when I first speak to a new candidate, I tend to find in many cases that they've got a fairly firm idea in their own head of what they want to go to, whether that be a larger or a smaller consultancy, and that they're usually fairly fixed on that. Now, if you'd have asked me a year, in fact, probably more like two years ago, I would have said there was a definite movement of people wanting to leave larger consultancies and join smaller independents. Today, however, I would say it's probably a bit more balanced, actually. I don't think, I don't think you know, as a particular... Um, major trend either way I think some people um, see the merit in larger businesses some see the merit in smaller businesses so I thought I'd do a podcast detailing in my view the kind of pros and cons of both so format here is I will start with larger firms first discuss the pros and then the cons and then after that I'll do the same for small to medium-sized enterprises now of course there will be some duplication in this the pro of one will be the con of another and vice versa. But I can't think of any other way to do the format other than list pros and cons for large and then list pros and cons for small. So I hope that makes sense. And I should also caveat here that the two are not mutually exclusive. As an example, I may later say that, or I will say later, that training and CPD, APC support, is generally better with larger firms. However, I know some smaller firms who absolutely excel in their training and development. So it doesn't mean because what I say here absolutely categorically doesn't exist in, 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 a, in a smaller or larger firm, if that again makes sense. Whew, okay, now that I've uh, done all that preamble, let's dive in. So, larger firms, the pros. <clears throat> so, probably the key one here is that there is a hierarchy within a larger firm that you can climb up. You've got a proper, clear career ladder. Because of their size, logically, they need, they need people to progress up through the ranks into management roles. Um, and I think that's a lot easier to do in most cases within a larger organization. Okay, there's probably more of a diversity of sector and clients. So should uh, larger firms should, in theory, in my opinion, be more robust from a job security position because they can ride, they can ride the, the kind of ups and downs of the economy. They're not relying purely on one sector. So if the private sector's down, they maybe have more work in the public sector and vice versa. So generally speaking, I would say from a job security position, it's usually better than, than than smaller firms there's generally better training for cpd apc support you know just because they've got dedicated resource and kind of investment behind that they you know they, you tend to find that um certainly larger firms are more geared up for trying to get people through through their apc and becoming emrics as soon as possible for example so generally you find that the support and cpd is better within larger organizations there tends to be better benefits. The benefits package tend to be more um, substantial um, within a larger organisation, you know, as well as things like healthcare, pension, life insurance, etc. Other things such as maternity and paternity tends to be better within larger organisations. They tend to recognise that they need to, I think, offer more to their employees to, to kind of keep them in the position and, and, and obviously, of course, have a larger, more diverse workforce. So have to be I tend to find more on point with these kind of things. And also generally, I find holidays, as a general rule, are the number of days of holidays are generally better within a larger business. Not always, though. Again, on, on a similar point to benefits, I tend to find that it's the larger firms who are leading the way are in areas like flexible working. So I tend to find more larger firms have a proper policy in place for flexible working and have um, adapted their technology to be able to do so as well. So again, 
whilst not exclusively, I tend to find that the flexible working piece is better within larger organisations. Um, and then next one is international opportunities. So if you're someone who fancies you know, traveling the globe with work, generally speaking, if you're, work, if you're with a large consultancy, that will by default usually mean that they are an international consultancy and will usually have a good policy around global mobility. Some don't, I should hasten to say. You know, some are really franchised operations in each country almost, but some of them, you know, one of, you know, one of, one of my largest clients, uh, as an example, has a very, has a very open global mobility policy where they actively encourage their people to look at roles internationally with them. And then lastly, I've tend to find it's the larger organizations who are leading the way around tech and innovation. You know, they're, they're actively investing, again, a lot of money in making sure that they're on point and have got the latest tech, often driven because they've got the, they've got the statistics from and backed up by a number of clients and what clients are looking for. So they know and they can see where the future is going if that makes sense so in that regard they're generally more invested in technology and innovation so again if you're someone who recognizes that the industry is going to change you may find that larger organizations are ahead of the curve compared to smaller ones i would suggest okay so there are all the pros let's discuss the cons for larger businesses so i think what a lot of people are worried about with large businesses is that you can become a number you can get lost um, you know, particularly if you're if you're in a very large business and by default you're you're layers and layers away from the senior management. Sometimes you may be it's maybe more difficult to get recognised and and progress. Or certainly you can rapidly progress up to a certain point, but then hit somewhat of a ceiling. So yeah, there's a danger that you, you yeah you can get lost in the system if if you're not if you're not careful and maybe if you're in the wrong larger organisation. On the same same frame, you tend to find that it's larger organisations who have a lot of seconded roles. And again, similar scenario to what I've just said before, you can be out of sight, out of mind of the of the management team. And, and again, your, your career can sometimes stall because of that. The larger they are, generally you find there's more corporate governance. You tend to find, for you know, an example, maybe that your bonus and salary reviews may be decided by somebody you've never met, maybe not even in the same country as you. You know, some of the very large ones by default have to have this corporate structure in place and follow um, a more kind of rigid protocol when reviewing bonuses and salaries. And some of that may be out of your hands because it may be to do with how the business has performed globally, and that may dictate right back to you, sat wherever you are in, in, uh, in whichever office you're in, um, that you may or may not get a bonus because the wider business. Um, has, has got a policy in place around those numbers and it tends to be just yeah, generally more rigid you know you've got things as well like you know there might be much more of a heavy timesheet culture within within a larger consultancy almost feeling like they're just trying to you know crank the wheel turn out more fees uh, so yeah you, you can feel like more of a commodity i guess they tend to as well be more hr driven and whilst flexible in some areas they can be remarkably rigid in others I tend to find that individual creativity and expression of individuality tends to be lacking. You know, i.e. there may be more of a corporate dress code or just a this is the way we do things type attitude and policy around things. You know, you, you have less opportunity of self-expression, I would suggest, within most larger consultancies. Your likelihood of reaching a, an equity position within these larger businesses um, is is probably quite limited i would suggest just because they're of a size now that even to kind of buy in would just be just be an insane um, amount of money you know and or you're just that far removed from it and on the same note 
your likelihood, I guess, to get to the very top of the organization to the point that you can really affect change and influence the direction of the business is likely to be slim within some of the larger consultancies. Okay, so that's the pros and cons of larger businesses. Let's look at the SME market. Uh, so small to medium sized organizations. So the first is it probably feels more like a family. Um, you know, you are, you're probably in a, 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 a nice tightly knit group you all, you know everyone you you hopefully get on with everyone obviously every, you know even families quarrel but you know generally you'll 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 feel much more part of something potentially than within a larger consultancy you'll have the actual visibility of the owners heck you'll probably be sat next to one of the owners of the business which again can feel quite um you know can can feel like you are you can you can you can sense what the business is you've got a real feel for the business because you you sat next to one of the owners and you and you know what they're about you can also probably because it's small business and because you've got access to the owners you can probably even at a very junior level have an ability to influence the direction of the business which again you maybe don't have within within a larger organization you'll tend to find i think within smaller businesses that there's generally more of a relaxed culture not always, I should hasten to add, but generally there should be more of a relaxed culture, maybe a more relaxed dress code. There's maybe not as much kind of stringent policies and rigid structures in place. So again, it may, you know, yeah, maybe more relaxed than maybe in a larger consultancy. Um, generally, they're more entrepreneurial. You know, they're prepared to try different things. You, you're obviously, one of the benefits of working in a smaller business is that firstly, you're, you're working usually with exceptional people. Generally, the ones who've set up businesses, certainly in the last 10 years, as well as being exceptionally good at what they do for a trade, are also probably just bloody good at business. They're charismatic characters. They're entrepreneurial. So you can learn an awful lot very quickly. And I would argue, to some extent, you can probably progress more rapidly. And you probably just get given more responsibility because it's all hands on deck and because it's a smaller business, there isn't that kind of, uh, or, or that kind of hierarchy. You can get thrown into projects probably quite a bit sooner than, than maybe, maybe that you would, than you would in a larger organization. And I guess the you know again one of the biggest is that you 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 have a genuine opportunity to get to a point of reaching equity in the position in the industry in the in the company and being an owner yourself so that you really can um, you know affect the change of the business and be a business owner but also gain the financial rewards of being an equity holder within that business. Okay, so what are the cons? I think the biggest issue for me for a small business is your ability to progress. So let's take for example if the office is ten people and three of those are already partners, and they don't really intend to grow much beyond that figure, then logically your chances of progression are very limited. There's a danger that they can be very reliant on one or two core sectors, or indeed can be very reliant on a handful of core clients, which make up a massive part, you know, of their, a massive chunk of their income. So logically, they may be more prone to market changes or one of those clients deciding to take their business elsewhere and suddenly you can find yourself in, um, in, a, in a difficult position or the business can find itself in a difficult position. So I would argue potentially there's more of a risk there from a job security perspective because they are so narrowly channeled within one or two um, sectors or, or reliant on you know, a small handful of, of core clients. So whilst more relaxed in some ways, you can also find that they can be more rigid in others. For example, I tend to find smaller firms tend to lag behind their larger competitors in areas such as flexible working. It's almost the attitude of, well, I've always done it this way, so why can't my staff 
kind of mentality. So you tend to find, yeah, there's, there's maybe more rigid, rigidity around areas like that. Benefits typically are not as good within smaller organisations. Not always, but generally are not as good. Certainly areas around maybe maternity leave, paternity leave, for example, I tend to find are probably not as good as they would be within a larger organisation. The service offering to some extent can be more traditional and certainly they may be behind the curve from a technology and innovation front. A, because maybe their clients are not asking for it because they've got, again, a narrow group of clients. Um, or B, because at the moment they, they, they don't have the vision to see that the industry is, is potentially changing and, and hence need to invest heavily in technology. And also it's a big investment for a small business. So, yeah, I tend to find there's a danger that they can be behind the curve from a technology standpoint. And I guess just lastly, I think if you if you have a personality clash with somebody in a small business, whether that be the owner or just one of your peers, there's nowhere to kind of hide. Whereas in a in a larger consultancy, you may be able to move uh, move teams, move divisions, etc. Within a smaller business, you can't really avoid that. So you tend to find if there is a yeah kind of clash of personalities with somebody, that then it can get pretty miserable pretty quickly within a smaller business. Okay, so they are all the pros and cons of large and small to medium-sized businesses. Now, as I said at the very beginning, the key caveat here is all of what I've said there is generally the rules. It doesn't mean that everything I've said about larger businesses is correct. It doesn't mean that everything I've said about smaller businesses is correct. It does mean you have to do your due diligence whenever you look at large or small businesses and certainly go in with your eyes open and perhaps use what I've said here as a bit of a checklist to, to understand you know, what, what their policies around flexible working as an example, if that's something that's quite important to you. Um, if it's a smaller business, be confident about their, their kind of client base and do they have money in the bank? Are they, are they cash rich? Are they, are they in a strong position? If it's a larger business, just, just be mindful of the process and structure for for progressing understand the length of time sometimes it takes to progress in a larger business is is that right and just understand you know is the is the kind of culture and environment for you you know if it's a very rigid environment within maybe a, uh, within maybe a corporate you know does does that work for you etc etc i'm waffling a bit now but the point is you know do your due diligence and yeah i'm 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 not for one minute saying that all of what I've said is, is correct about large businesses or that all of what I've said is correct about small to medium-sized businesses. However, I hope that does give you a good feel for the core differences, in my opinion, between the two. If you ever want any advice around this, um, around maybe looking at the market and maybe looking at new opportunities, then again, the merit of going to somebody like me is that I do know the market. I do hear the I do hear the positives that people have to say about good businesses. I hear the negatives people have to say about other businesses. So I can hopefully steer you in that direction. And certainly I would say that the clients I work with are a good crop that give you a good range of different environments. Okay, oh, that's been a useful one. I'll catch you later. Cheers, bye.